This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, comic book fans, and welcome to another live edition of Off the Rack, unless you're watching this after the fact or listening to this on Spotify as Off the Rack New Comics. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Something's different about you, I think. Should we address the, I, you know, the I, head in the room? I don't know if it's, it's even that noticeable. I think it's noticeable, and I think the chat will agree with me. I don't that know. Not only is I, it I noticeable, think, I think I'm gonna wait for but chat. it's noticeable in a good way. People think, like it. I think I'm going to wait for chat to see if they do notice If they it. do notice. I, I noticed immediately, well, and I love it. I think it's you. great. Thank you. Uh, isn't there like a fun little, uh, oh, no, you haven't posted anything. I did. You did? Yeah, right before you. Oh, I didn't that. see it. Where is it? On Instagram. Instagram.com slash the real zoobs. Is that, that where I would have to go to see this? That's it. That's that would me. show you if you were like, oh, I didn't really notice. Watch it. And you'll be like, oh, you know what? That is a very noticeable change. Yeah. Well, unless you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple no or whatever. Idea. In which case you're like, right, I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. There's a difference. You're like the daredevil of the audience where you're just kind of like, I'll just take your word for it. But I'm still doing the good. I'm fighting the good fight by listening to the show. That's right. In any case, we're talking about new comics that are coming out this week that uh, we think you should pick up. And of course, we're reviewing books that came out last week, and we're going to give you our impressions of them. And I'm very excited to talk about them because some really good books came out. Uh, but also, we're going to talk about She-Hulk because the first episode debuted. And incidentally, we ended up actually like sitting down as a group and watching it. That's very rare nowadays that we sit down and watch like a Marvel show. Yeah, it wasn't. Even, I mean, it was Ben. It was Ben. Yeah, but Ben, Tiffany, myself. Yeah. Like that's 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 basically that's, that's, that's two thirds of comic pop. That's three fourths of comic. I was like, pop. what? What kind of math is that's that? That's four fifths of comic pop. What is happening? That's eight tenths of comic pop. Okay, I, I, you clearly didn't do well in fractions. No, like me, I didn't. I failed math a lot. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this. You think what? I'm? Think I'd be sitting here talking about comic books? Yes. In my late thirties, if I were. Yes, you would. <laughs> By the way, yes. Thank you, everybody. It is a new haircut. Yeah. By the way, uh, we should mention that this show is sponsored by you. If you're watching the show right now live, you're the sponsor of the show, though I did solicit a sponsor. At least I reached out to them. They haven't contacted me or anything, but I am actively pursuing sponsorship for the show. Uh, only relevant sponsors that don't look to change what we're doing here. Uh, we mentioned in-stock trades. I was like, hey, in-stock trades, you want to uh, sponsor the show? Because uh, I think we'd sell some books. But we'll see what happens. In any case, if you want to keep them and everyone else out of this show, sponsor today's show by using Super Chats. If you have a question or can't comment, we'll read it here on the show. Or if you want to help us more directly, you can go to patreon.com slash comic pop. All links for everything are in the description. I actually did a little like tease. Oh, what? Before the show started a couple hours ago, I said, are you bored and waiting for the stream to start? Well, you can click more on today's video and join the comic pop communities available below. That includes links to our Discord, our Instagram, our Facebook pages, which we just cleaned up, the Facebook group. Uh, it's it used to be a cesspool of just nonsense. I'm very happy to say we've really culled it down, curated it. Still have over 3,200 members in the Facebook group, wow. and we have over 250 or more live users on the Discord page on a regular to day to day basis. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, excellent. Oh yeah, yeah. We also have a subreddit if, for those of you who actually still use Reddit. Um, so before we jump into some books, let's let's read a couple of super chats, shall we? Okay. Uh, oh, but I mentioned, but but I digress. Also, we're talking about She-Hulk because of the thing. Yeah. So we're gonna review the first episode of She-Hulk after all the comic stuff. Okay. And then we'll recommend some books. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, Brian Rollins, uh, thankful for some live comic pop on this rainy day in Central New York. Every show on both channels is great. Well, That's thank right. you very much. Brian. Yeah. No, it was more than rainy. Oh yeah, no. Uh, was... There was some power loss. I'm sure my parents lost power because you did. 
It was only for at a second at your work. office. I mean, in my office, though, like I now work in an area that's technically like below. No, it's not below ground. Wait, mm. is it below ground? Yeah, yeah. it's below ground. So there's no um, there's no windows. Like, there is like down the hall. Yeah. So, like when it, it popped for a second, I was like, I right. am in utter darkness. Yeah. You were like the president's daughter in Escape from L.A. when she's about to be electrocuted. And then Snake Plissken hits the uh, world code and turns out all the lights. And then she's like, they did it. They shut off the earth. There's no way they didn't just shoot her. Supposed to be hopeful, but there's no freaking way. Okay, just, that's not what away. I thought. But it is like I was that. also completely alone down there. Yeah, well, so I was there like, you go. these lights are coming up, and it's going to be like a video game re- is ready to go. Yeah, well, me. you just open up a random drawer, you'll see there's like some kind of dope weapon in there, and you're going to be like, I don't want that. No, I don't want that either. That's the one I don't want. Ray Farce is Comic Pop Woo. I am not Doom Guy. You could be Doom Guy. You could be at least Ripley. Uh, comic pop, woo! I can't explain it, but last Friday I felt weirdly influenced to buy Beta Ray Bill, so I did. Weird. My copy of Supergirl just arrived too. Well, Yay. you were in luck because you're about to read two dope ass comic books. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is an amazing series that was snubbed at the Eisners. You should definitely read it if you like words and beautiful pictures. Beta Ray Bill from Daniel Warren Johnson, same deal, but a little very, uh, very different. Beta yeah. Ray Bill is dope AF. You want to just have a dope AF experience and have a fun-ass ride that was also snubbed with the Eisners? You could definitely enjoy Beta Ray Bill, the Argent Star. Uh, Ray Farr also says, also, any bear sightings lately? Yes. Yeah, you saw a bear. I did see a bear. Yeah, and we were not attacked, but like no, our, our garbage was our attacked. Our garbage was assaulted, but it, it remained, its contents remained inside of it. So yeah. the bear did not succeed. But I did see a bear on my way to work. Oh, did you? 100%. I, oh, I, this is the, the bear sighting that I'm aware of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I saw it on my way to work. He popped his little, he like literally adorably popped his head up from behind a guardrail in mm-hmm. a, like a residential area. And I was like, oh, a bear. Yeah. I'm in my car, so I'm okay. He was like, oh, oh have yeah, it's fun. delightful. It's not like when I've seen bears in the woods and I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. It's less hopeful and more, you know, screamy. It was, it was particularly cute and then he like galloped across the road in that awkward bear yeah. way that they do. It's not fair that they're so dang cute. That's why they invented the teddy bear. They were like, these things are cute. I think if they hadn't gotten into the whole aftermarket you know, children's toy thing, maybe we might fear them like we should. Maybe. I mean, I just, they just, they're, they're just, they got a cute face. I love the ears. They're so round in the back. I know. I just want to boop the snoot. Right? They got a, they got an adorable <laughs> snoot. They're soft. Yeah. You know, they look Are fat. they soft? Yeah. Are they? Well, like they look soft. I don't. You know, think they're, they're flubby because they have to have all that oh, blubber. Oh well, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know about their hair. I've never touched a bear. No, neither. I have I. touched a taxidermied bear, but that's a very different animal. No, I think that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Well, it felt more like, you know, like horse fur. Like a fur? Yeah. Like Making <laughs> very, very deep cut references. Uh, <laughs> Harishi Venkatesh, you guys seen all of Sam in season one yet? Thoughts? No, we haven't seen all of season one, but we have seen a, a, a large portion of the show, at least. Three episodes of which we did already watch the bonus episode because I knew it had nothing. We had no. Well, you knew, really. I did. I was like, yeah, we could watch that. We could watch that because that had nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. Uh, all you do know is like, spoilers, it's Morpheus gets out. Literally you know. like um, Netflix is like with that single episode trying to test the should we just go to not all at once releases? Right. <laughs> yeah. They did the same thing with season two of or season four of Stranger Things. They were like. All right, no, and then two more. Up. They split it up, though. They did say they were going to do that. This yeah. was a surprise, so. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a surprise. They just surprised you with, like, here's two beautiful stories that were probably better in comic book form. But either way, it was fun. We enjoyed them. Like, they were cool. So if you haven't already watched the last episode or the bonus episode of Sandman, you might enjoy it. Yeah. You will enjoy it. The reality is, the stories are so compelling, written by Gaiman. 
Yeah. Like, and they're, they're, they have no choice but to be good. They're pretty spot on. Right. I will, like, the Calliope one, like, it was, it's dark. It took, they took liberties and it was dark. But it's dark. But, like, I gotta tell you, there, there's something, the comic is quite, it, it has a darker edge a little raw more raw feeling mm. to it yeah um, all i wanted to do was read on, that issue we're also on netflix so it's like i get it but no, get I away they, with it the spirit is there mm-hmm. the spirit is there 100 for mm. those two episodes in particular well that's good um and also like the animation that was that was always my hope yeah that's what i wanted from salmon was i wanted it to be animated that before everyone's like i actually listen, yeah, but not like that listen. i didn't want it to be like mo-capped no no no. i didn't want mo-capped but they did do an animation style right and yes. so like i had always thought that if they ever developed salmon into a like live act or motion yeah and into another media it, like animation oh, like either itself. 2d or 3d would be the way to go because it'd be a great homage to the many artists that have yes. worked on it even if you're not exactly capturing those styles just having different styles and that flow throughout the book yeah you know whether it be because artists left or was a, a particular artist for the story the, the issue you know what i mean like I, that was always my idea because it's like that to me is the best way to capture salmon because it really does you know, like I said, pay homage and honor yeah. everyone who worked on that. Well, so, anyway, remember uh, when uh, they when when DC gave a crap about their animated projects and like very early on in the like direct to DVD market, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, well, this is obviously this is the Batman Superman story from Ed McGinnis mm-hmm. and Jeff Loeb. Let's animate it like Ed McGinnis. Yeah. So this one was done by uh, the late and great Michael Turner. Let's do his style you know it was just kind of like that's really cool that they try to do that yeah and then they like went let's never try that ever again but like sandman would be interesting to see it just kind of morph from different styles yeah Uh, did you ever see do we ever actually sit down and watch that death short that was written by dimateus i I never could find it that's right like i couldn't find it Mm. and i don't know why well it's quite uh yes as i understand it it's quite brilliant i would love to see it yeah it's short but it's uh, i don't care but it's death and it's death in every way you'd expect okay you know, like it's the kind of death that you have not experienced, <laughs> not experienced. but are very familiar with. Uh, but yeah, man. So uh, uh, Dan V900 says, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Brady White. Let's talk about him for a second, because he's the one who uh, who, who who was first. Uh, says, I hope you all are go- doing great. We are. Thank you very much, Brady. Hope you are, too. Today's my birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Brady. Brady. I worked on my comic today and hung out with my brother. I got more Sandman and Mephisto versus today. Nice. Nice. That's great. Hey, Mephisto versus. That's a pretty fun episode of Back Issues, if not a ridiculously weird comic book that we did. Uh, But yeah, man, enjoy. And happy birthday to you. Yeah, very happy birthday. Uh, Dan V., uh, seeing the Nascenti Chip story in DD650 reminded me of Chip's interview here with him saying his second favorite comic ever is the Nascenti Daredevil run. Very cool. Yes. Uh, in that ep- in, in that particular episode, by the way, he mentions that one of his favorite moments is when uh, Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, is in that issue and it opens with like, his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, some kids were like, hey, you know, flame on, do some fire stuff. And he's like, OK. And he's, a, he's half on fire. He's coming ablaze. Yeah. And his internal monologue is, is today the day where I burn alive? Every day I set myself on fire, but it's today the day where it burns my flesh and I die. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Innocente, chill out. That's I like that. It's so her. Because it's like, you know. But that's like, Chip's favorite single issue. And I'm like, give me a break. I like that. I like that inner monologue because it's like, and I would do, and I would die because some kids told me to do that's it. That's right. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I'm dying for a dare. I'm dying to be cool in front of 12 dying year olds. because they told me to do a flip. Right. Exactly. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, do a flip. And he breaks his neck. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, what an asshole, I feel like. But no, it's great. Uh, and Nascenti's awesome. And if you haven't read her run, it's ridiculous. And I was very, very fortunate that back when East Coast Comic Con existed, that we were able to uh, meet her there. Yeah. And I got her to sign my very weird Spider-Man comic. That's right. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. In any case, uh, let's talk about Daredevil number two, okay. aka Daredevil number six fifty. Uh, this is the legacy numbered, of course, but it is from uh, Chip Zdarsky with art by uh, Chichetto De La Torre Zdarsky. Uh, there's this is like basically it, it's the next issue of Daredevil, but it's also like an annual. You know, they're treating it like such because it's a mm-hmm. it's a marquee number six fifty. What okay. a what a celebration! I, I don't know why they did that, but it's awesome. the The book itself is awesome. It's it's Daredevil faces off against uh, a new slash old foe. It's a it's a it's an old character that gets a new power set and a new motivation. It retcons a whole bunch of stuff. This is a, again is it, an is it being a skeleton ninja? It is not a skeleton ninja. That cover is a lie. I'm sorry to say, but you know what? It is well, fucking wow. awesome, and it also maybe hopefully indicates what we're going to get in the future because Matt and Elektra are leaving to join the to become the fist, which is going <laughs> to fight the hand, and it's going to. You know, they're, they're well, they can't be the foot, that's for sure. No, 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 no. Eastman might have a few uh things to say, although maybe not now that I don't think he owns it. But in any case, uh, this issue is in particular is awesome. It just Matt pushed to his limits. There are revelations that are really, really nuts, they're all over the like. I, I was like, wow, you're okay. And it's again just Zadarsky proving that they can do pretty much whatever they want, and Marvel's gonna be like. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't have to edit, I don't care. But it's great. It's a great issue. There's also a Nascenti story, which has, uh, you know, it's about, it's about like a couple of poor people who are related to a like a, like a, a low level like mob guy, like a mm. like a thug, and he died, and they took his hand off, and they use it to like commit crimes. Took his hand off. Yeah. Oh. Like they cut his hand off and yeah. they keep it on ice. And they're like, what other crimes will he be committing today? And they're like, oh. they're using it on stuff. And it's just like, they're just use they're just trying to take back what he like lost from them. And it's just really, it's like, Jesus. But uh it's great. And for a minute I was like, Ooh, who drew this? I'm like, all oh, right, this is a Darsky. Because it looks just like public uh 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 what is it? Is that- public domain. Public domain, thank you. And of course, everything he draws. But uh, it looked great, and it was really it was a lot of fun. It's a really cool story. Uh, this issue is worth picking up. I have it in a physical. You should uh, you should pick it up. Daredevil number six fifty or number oh, two. Nice. Really fun. And the Chichetto oh, art is off the charts. Or number two, whatever. Yeah, but uh, the Chichetto art is off the charts. It's just nuts. So cool. Um, damn, such a good book. Yeah. Yeah. It's only because Marvel's just not paying attention. Uh, Nick Del Tufo. Says, hey, Salentivity, I saw the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill video. Twang. Twang. And I've been enjoying your videos for the past month. Keep up with the amazing work. Uh, keep being yourselves. And here's to keeping the lights Aww, on. Thank you very much, Nick. That's so nice. I like that message. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Maybe that was your first episode of Back Issues, which I really appreciate. Yeah. That was a fun episode. I'm really happy about <laughs> it. And it saves me. I uh, There was a moment when we were shooting our uh, next week's episode of Back Issues, which is just Daniel Warren Johnson's Beta Ray Bill, in which I had to explain to Ethan everything that happened in the Yeah, because he ballad. wasn't on the episode. He wasn't on the episode. And so I'm like, ah, oh, geez. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, there's a whole episode. So I just deleted it. And then just I'm going to put a card there so you can watch that. Oh. I just, I'm like, this episode just got 20 minutes shorter. You're right. Previously. Yeah. You don't even need it. On Back Issues. Just, just we go... It's cool. And then there's a, like, there'll be like a, you can just click it. Yeah. Know what the hell's going on. But thank you very much. Um, that comics guy, in honor of Riddler, one bad day, here's a riddle. I can be cracked. I can be made. I can be told. I can be played. What am I? Well, what is he? I don't know. I'm not Batman. Yes, you are. 
a smile, I don't know, a joke. Yeah, I can be told. Yeah, I think it's a joke. What am I? I'm a joke. You can crack a joke. You can play. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I was like a mystery. Oh. No, because it cracked. Yeah. 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 And yeah. no. sick says, uh, "Love the latest Elseworlds. Crazy how Western comics seem more stigmatized in the West than ev- elsewhere. Used mm-hmm. to visit family in the Philippines, where there's usually a comic store in the most major malls. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like there used to be a lot of those. Um, well, there used to be more comic book stores back in the day. Um, I feel like." Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting how the world is more accepting of comics. Um, what what do you want to talk about? I read a lot this week, so well, let's power through I it then. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do a couple. Let's real do it quick. to it. Um, I read New Mutants this week. It would say another book that's not tied into what's going on in terms of Axe. That's good. Uh, it makes sense because it's all taking place in limbo, and obviously magic is a part of what's going on in Axe. Yeah, so it's like it's fine. Who cares? Sure. This is all coming beforehand mm-hmm. or after or whatever. well, Madeline Pryor's there, and she's very much going to be ensconced in a Spider-Man story, so probably not. Oh, <laughs> well, no, she's she's just she's just ruling over limbo, and she wants to hang out there because like she's really looking to like get away from her prior stigmati- stigmatization mm-hmm. um and so like she finds that Krakoa isn't the place for her but this would be mm. so that's kind of what this is it's kind of the wrap up of that like we find out who's behind um all of this because there had to be a big bad behind that guy sim the demon sim Naturally. um and it's not belasco so who is it who is it oh well it's an evil version of magic oh from like a, another time or place where she became like she took over Limbo and like embraced it, and so yeah. she became an evil sorceress. Kind sure, of thing, All right? right. Um, but in order for her to really like, she was able, she exists, but then like because magic was there, she was able to manifest. But in so order to actually happen. take hold of Limbo, yeah, she needs to kill magic to take control of it because that's how it works. It's blood spilled allows you to take hold of Limbo, not knowing that like she'd already given it to Madeline. Yeah. Um. But that's also why magic wasn't able to um, like summon the soul sword and like use her powers appropriately because that magic had like siphoned some of her abilities away. Sure. So at the end of the day, like magic teaches Madeline some sorcery. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's a mistake. That's not a good idea. That's a bad idea. Okay. Um, and you know we deal with this this evil magic. Um, she's killed by Madeline Pryor, uh, who has like a really great like line and it's not really great i just found it to be funny yeah like they spent a whole bunch of time in a cave like hiding okay um and like training and like having magic teach madeline magic yeah and uh you know she like sneaks up behind evil magic and like kills her with a scythe it's funny and she's like like seriously like did you like did you think that like we were like in this cave twiddling our thumbs like what did, what did you think we were doing <laughs> like you didn't see this coming okay yeah, okay um so yeah, i thought that was kind of fun and then magic literally has a magical girl sequence yeah which she gets her power back from the evil magic. Okay. And like twirls around and gets new armor and like a fun new costume. Oh, cool. All right. Thing. Do you um, like it? I have, I really like the like is this, is this speak into the mic. I am You're going this, over there. Is this better? Well, all right, fine. Is this better for everybody? I think so. I'll just drop it down a little. Good. Yeah. There we go. All right. Um <laughs> no, I like the I like her black outfit, I think, better. I just like that look on her. Um, but we'll we'll see. So yeah. at the end of the day, she also tries to fix her relationship with Piotr. Um, you know, he mentions that he's been like missing parts of his memory as of late and you know obviously it's because he's being controlled by mikhail occasionally so that's all going to come out at one point yeah um, but madeline's sitting on her throne and it's all like long live the queen that kind of thing mm-hmm. so you know like i said this is nothing to do with going what's going on in, in acts so again 
Nunez is just plugging along for us there. Um, it was a fun little sword and sorcery style story yeah. that focused on magic and Madeline Pryor and then kind of setting that up for her. Oh, also at the end, magic is like, oh, I, so like, hey, Krakoan, you know, quiet cancel. This is what I did. So I don't really care. Right. That like you probably don't want that. Um, probably not. But like whatever because like this is a place of like second chances so why couldn't she have one as well mm -hmm. and um like also i feel like we should be teaching more magic to people like more sorcery to people so i'm gonna start doing that and i'm like that sounds like what apocalypse wanted to do yeah right so okay we're just gonna find all right it. that feels like it should be more in like i get magic doing it because like she does deal with more of the younger mutants and she does have access to sorcery and magic so it does make sense but it also kind of feels more in line with the what richter was doing since he wanted to follow apocalypse, apocalypse and yeah. like the magic side of it i don't know so hmm. yeah who wrote this <laughs> uh, vita ayala okay i was gonna say like well is it part of the arc like whoever the new architect of the of the x-men world is yeah they're probably going to be the ones to write apocalypse's return since hickman will never write x-men again right and who so if they're setting up any kind of apocalypse magical stuff yeah you know we we should probably look to whoever it is that's right right that. right um it was written by vita ayala with art by rod rice so that was uh new mutants number 28 there it was uh additionally i also read um x-men green yeah number one of we two okay <laughs> Okay, I wonder where this is going to be collected. So this one, well, this one, okay, so what is this actually technically called? Hang on, it is called, why? Uh, X-Men Unlimited X-Men Green. Okay. Um, It's just a, like two parts. I mean, this is yeah. this was like 40 pages, so they oh, might cool. be able to just bind Oh, yeah, then you'll be able to get one. that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, let, let's talk about this, guys. This probably isn't a book for everybody, mm -hmm. uh, but it definitely speaks to like, me in a way like i appreciated this book oh, this is um written by i think it's duggan. jerry duggan yeah it's jerry duggan with art by emilia liso okay it looks good it's written well obviously it's duggan writing it yeah um this is like okay <laughs> initially i was like oh we're doing like x-men planeteers got it that's why it's green right because we're talking about the earth and how like humanity is poisoning the earth right okay, okay. Yeah, yeah then i realized it's actually duggan taking nature girl and making her like into poison ivy Oh, okay. I had no problem with this book, but I sort of get people not enjoying this because it may not be up their alley at all. Like, sure. I do have a soft spot for environmentalism and animals and like helping them. And when that turtle like came up on the beach, there's a sea turtle that dies in this book. Aww. And it's really sad right at the beginning. And I'm like, that really gets me, especially because Comic Pop one time sponsored a sea turtle uh, at the Turtleback Zoo. That's true. And actually got an update that it was released and rehabilitated because the Turtleback Zoo, by its namesake, does take on like you know sea turtles sea turtles in order to rehabilitate them to like release them so that immediately attached me to this book yep because <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> hey we did this um that said it is kind of a weird book yeah it's a weird book okay nature girl like kills people mm. uh, she's drawn by curse and honestly like i was like i don't think i really knew who curse was and no. i'm like super interested in curse now kind of interesting power set yeah um but like it's cursing and uh nature girl out there and it strikes me as this like poison ivy harley quinn dynamic they're trying to set up right yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really weird and like i don't know if it really fits or is suited to this universe uh it does feel like duggan has something to say mm -hmm. maybe he's like had enough of like you know people throwing plastic bags out or whatever i don't right. know 
Um, but I am just saying, like, that is what this book is. If you don't want to read it, it is completely not. Right. It's all elective. It's not. It's very elective. You, you can just. Yeah. If you're, if you're like, I don't give a shit about the environment or even being told how to feel about the environment. Well, then don't fucking buy the book. And you know? also, like, it's like. I'm interested to see where this goes and here's why, because I feel like Duggan at the end of the day is going to say that nature girl is going about this in the wrong way and that there has to be like a different way to fix this. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they're like, fuck it, kill everybody. And that's what I'm, them all. <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping for because like, obviously now that she's done this, like this is set during the Krakowin time. So, oh, she, so she committed a crime. Yeah. So hence she should be punished. You know, yes. Um, and but Fresh X sends Wolverine out to get her mm-hmm. to bring her back. So like I'm not sure what he would initially because he's like she's very confused and she's very hurt mm. because part of what Nature Girl's power set is is she it's like it's like Mati of the Planeteers right she's got heart okay um but she can feel the pain so like when the turtle shows up like choking on this plastic bag dying she's like all it wanted to do was not die alone and she can feel it as it's dying mm. and I'm like. And that it's enough to send her over the edge because she's like later on, she's like, I promised myself I, I made a promise to myself I wouldn't go back to the beaches because of this. And right. I broke my promise to go have some fun with friends. And therefore I experienced this. So for her, it's like she is feeling this like, yeah, this effect, the actual yeah. like the death and destruction of the world around yeah, the impact, her. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying I agree with the way she's handling it. That's why I'm saying I'm interested to see what Duggan's message will be at the end of this book. It's only one more issue. So for me, I was interested in, but, um, whatever. Yeah. Because she's also young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's brazen and like, she's, you know, she's quick to action because like, she's, she's like, you, no one else understands it the way I do. Mm -hmm. And so like, I want, I'm going out there and I want to do this because like someone has to pay for it. And it's like, what if someone who was on the younger side and was hot-headed and like thought they knew what was best had the power to do something yeah. like this or had like so I'm like I said I trust Jerry Duggan so like I'm going to see what the next issue has to hold but I completely get people not digging this book 100%. Yeah, yeah. So Right. I would I would probably if I didn't enjoy it not act like someone held a gun to my head and forced me to read it. Yeah, I would uh, I would definitely not do that because you you know, I don't know. There's previews out there. Like, yeah, you know, like right. they yeah, actively—it's not like you were tricked into reading it. I mean, that said, it is Jerry Duggan, so for a lot of people, I'm sure they were expecting like something essential to the X Men. Yeah, and it's very not what it is. I mean, that said, Sauron's going to be a part of this. Oh, okay. Sauron? How do you say his name? I say Sauron. Sauron. I say Sauron because that's how it's spelled. Okay, Sauron. Um, he's in here, and, and there, there's something kind of hilarious about him and the way he like operates and does. Like he shows up back at his lair and has like this almost doom like moment where like there's a rabbit there who's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, sir." Like a bunny. <laughs> like you're you're home early. Like you're here early. Like dinner will be delayed, and so he eats it. Uh huh. And then he uses his like mouth to like trigger the doorway so he can go into his lair. And I'm like, of course. Okay. There's like there's like some humor to that in yeah, my head. Yeah, Sauron really enjoys being a dinosaur guy. Um, but listen, like. He's the guy who doesn't I, want to cure cancer. He wants to turn people into dinosaurs. He wants to turn people into dinosaurs. I get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, uh, but like yeah. I said, X Men Green, totally up to you. If you're if you're looking for what Duggan has been doing with the X Men, this probably isn't for you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm going to read the next issue. I'll let you know how it turns out. Whether or not it went the way I think it's going to go, which is like to say like you're not wrong to want to see change, but this isn't the way to do it. Right. That's that's actually a pretty decent like lesson there. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Waputo says, just jumping in to say, hey, I have to watch the repeat later, like the recent Sandman, and I like the new do. Keep rocking, you guys, later. Thank Thanks, you. Waputo. Thanks for being here, man. Unless he's talking about you. Uh, no, he's talking about mm-hmm. you. 
Uh, Rayfar loved the last Elseworlds, but hearing Sal and Joel say mid and sus and cringe, maybe age 45 years. Also, Sal cut your hair since uh, you cut his, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's yeah. all my doing. Yeah, yeah. No, Sal did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good at it. <laughs> uh, MNM says, uh, worth mentioning, Daredevil 650 also had pages made by several Daredevil artists. Everyone did. One page, Daredevil Jr., Klaus Janssen, Phil Noto, etc. Also, One Bad Day. Maybe the best Riddler story, not that there is much competition. That's how I felt. We'll talk more about that as we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, if you haven't already checked it out, it's pretty dope. Like, Daredevil 650 is a bunch of really cool art. It was really cool to see J.R. Jr. do an Ascenti, like, do uh, it wasn't Ascenti, but it was just seeing J.R. Jr. draw Typhoid Mary in a book that had Ascenti's name on it was very much like a, oh, that's kind of cool. Look at that. Uh, Alan Osborne, glad to catch y'all live. Also, Tiffany, your hair is gorgeous today. Oh, I happen you. to agree. So thank you. Thank man. you. It's, it's newly cut. Yeah. And Venomous, I'm going to be running a comic club uh, for middle schoolers. Do either of you have any suggestions for books and stories that could be read? I thought of Bendis, Batman, and King Superman keep being great. You too, Venomous. Um, obviously, if it's a middle schoolers, you can read things like uh, Bone is a great one. Uh, yeah. I think that Strangers in Paradise is probably okay. Maybe not. Maybe more like eighth grade and up i would say what about strange academy strange academy is a great one uh it, that's a great suggestion and that and that only because that will give you another genre that like hey look there's magic in also western hobbit books so like that might yeah. be something that they gravitate towards this is true yeah. um the oath is okay to read for middle schoolers although again it's a little it's a little advanced yeah when i'm thinking about like sixth like fifth and sixth graders yeah i would definitely say i mean if you want to you can easily give them any books from lee and kirby um any of the yeah the 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 superman up in the sky uh birthright superman birthright is great uh you know any superman book really is going to be fine mm -hmm. um and when it comes to batman you know you got to be more discerning uh but uh you know what so about, i would avoid what about spider-man spider-man you can read anything pretty much anything by like of, except for craven's last hunt i might wait a little longer but then again like uh, so many of these formative books maybe not since since past yeah well i'd skip that but like you're not gonna have a copy of since past nobody has a copy of since past hand like lying <laughs> around especially one that they want to give to a human being but um spider-man's one of those things spider-man blue is a fun one uh you know it's like self-contained it's like it's got cartoony art it and the the message well, don't forget, some of these it's kids a little dark but may like may not have a lot of backstory on a lot of these characters yeah but spider-man blue is one of those things where it's like here's it, it it immerses you into a world that they wouldn't read normally mm -hmm. but in a idealized fashion mm -hmm. um, but again it also yeah it, mm -hmm. i think just any i mean like honestly you know we talked about this i think in the last episode where i was like any book that was made in a certain time period is a great gateway book yeah for young people mm -hmm. and i talked about this at length on the elseworlds exchange episode we did last friday in which i was like it, like we have a responsibility having like cheap or like cheap as free comic books to make sure that we give as many as we can to the younger generation. So like one thing I might reach out and, and think about doing is I would, as the head of your comic book club, talk to a couple of comic book retailers and be like, do you have any dollar books that are like, too crappy Ooh, like about, that are in bad condition what about gotham, academy? gotham academy great book for middle schoolers i love that idea yes and we love that book that's a terrific series it's a great one. um yeah honestly you know it's a great series that you, they could read that like really like made them feel might make them feel like emboldened or you know like adult the robin series from the 90s like that chuck dixon robin mm. run uh that is you know but like the mini series it's a little it's a little graphic but like 
not enough, like no more than your average television show. And certainly no more than, and then a television show they would be able to see. Mm. Um, but again, like go to your comic book stores and be like, do you have any like dollar books that are just beaten that you would like you? Cause I, that you would like to don't that you would like to donate to our middle school comic book club books that you can be like, take this with you. Now you yeah. go through it and make sure that like, it's okay. But like, take this with you. This is yours forever, you know? Oh, and like give them to people because children need comic books in their hands mm-hmm. that, they, that they can feel free to beat the shit out of. Yes. And there's nothing that you can, there, there's nothing more appropriate than a comic from like the eighties to nineties like that. Mm. That is part of a million issue saga, but also is worthless. <laughs> so what? it's okay to just beat the shit out of it. There's also some new stuff they've di- like directly created for that age great yes like so you could also look at yeah, some of marvel those. adventure spider-man is a great series that yeah you pick out. Um, but there's like some middle grade reader kind of books there oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah but bone uh cat lore will defend for treats where's reed richards when a god's adjudicating uh, that i don't know man <laughs> hiding usually looking for some kind of ultimate weapon to threaten the entire universe with he's like what's that space needs me yeah gotta go joshua link those x-men green comics were originally released on marvel limited a little while back marvel was doing a little double dipping that explains that explains a lot yeah honestly but i don't thought whole Mar- marvel unlimited honestly yeah. um but you know like i said i know it's not for everybody right the amulet series from scholastic yes forgot about that uh dante cook i never was a superman or girl fan but after getting halfway through Ken- king's supergirl i'm rapidly becoming a classic supergirl fan supergirl and now riddler tom king is killing it this year i happen to agree we'll talk more about it yeah uh, as we go life story is not a bad idea that's a good one that's for kids uh it, it, it in no way is inappropriate right ultimate spider-man is another one yeah actually ultimate spider-man it'll it'll make them feel adult because it's all about a high schooler right 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 so you trust me and they'll be a lifer Anyway, uh, so Nightwing. I read Nightwing number 95. Uh, this is, of course, from Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. Uh, things are coming to a head to this, like, nonstop, continual story about Nightwing fighting Blockbuster mm-hmm. and being reminded that, like, he is the most beloved member of the DC universe. Basically, he coordinates with everybody to be like, okay, we're taking down Blockbuster. We're doing this. And then they do. And uh, Blockbuster, in the end, discovers his identity. Oh, no, what are we going to do? It's a really fun issue. It's a really cool story, and it has a lot of like terrific cameos. Obviously, the art's terrific, but uh, it, things are feel like they're coming to a head. Obviously, we're on issue ninety-five. I'm thinking maybe the head will probably arrive around five issues from now. If I were to uh, be a betting man when it comes to like centennials and stuff, but otherwise, it is a <laughs> terrific series. I I honestly, it feels like the next issue is going to be the last one in this arc, but I don't think that's true. But it says part four. Exactly. You think it's going to go to part nine? Yeah, no, it's got to be go. It's got to go to part six yeah okay Let's see how it goes yeah but uh great series great art terrific writing and of course um just a just an unabashedly like fun book that like is just like you love nightwing you love to love him everyone does too let's go that's what that book is mm-hmm. uh hogshead i respectfully recommend lazarus for a black issues episode if you take recommendations rucka does a great job world building and it's very topical that was brought up recently it too. was indeed yeah Man, yeah though was it here or was it on twitch i don't Could know have been either one twitch.tv slash comic that's right if you watch uh, twitch.tv slash comic pop you'll see too many playing video games it's a and, lot of fun and also out. don't forget to like this video oh yeah if you give us a like it helps out a lot and subscribe and click the bell to get notifications to know when we're going live uh what else you got tiffany uh good question good question because i closed the app oh good because you know I'm, I'm, I'm a professional here well, you got a lot got of it. xbooks i'm sure i got it i mm-hmm. got it we're here we're here all right um i read x-force this week because it said the judgment day title on the top of it yes. it really had nothing to do with that yet I'm except shocked. for the fact that like they are dealing with fallout 
from the exposure of the resurrection protocols. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I guess at some point this is I guess all technically that's in. true. Okay. Um But um listen, if you're a Craven fan, <laughs> Craven's in this book. Craven the Hunter is in X Force? Yeah. Okay. And I got to tell you, like, I don't know if Ben Percy was just like, I want to write a Craven the Hunter story (laughs) and I'm not writing Spider-Man. So I have figured out how I'm going to do this. Yeah. And uh, so he does. Basically, Wolverine, I missed a couple of X-Force books. It's fine. It happens. Books is precious. Yeah. Um, But um, so I missed out on Kid Omega's death. So he died. Oh, no. Um, and somehow his consciousness is not saved in Cerebro. Oh, no. So, like, he's not coming back. Oh, uh, that's fine. And Wolverine's like, something's wrong with this place. And he blames Krakoa. Because you know when he, like, he's like, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Wolverine's been, initially we were all like, why isn't Wolverine questioning things? But he has been, apparently. And yeah. so he's like, you, you're, like, siphoning off of us, aren't you, Krakoa? And, hmm. like, he kills a tree. And, and Chuck comes along and is like, do you feel better now? <laughs> and he's like, no. Right. And then you see, like, the post-credits is, like, Krakoa being like, no, 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 no. Then we just cut to the Arctic because Craven's there because we're watching this guy who's got, like, a a harpoon on his back and he looks like this. And I'm like, but we don't even know. I'm like, is this? Is this Craven? Is this Craven? Yeah. Craven, what are you? Craven's clone that has all the memories and experiences of Craven. Here's the thing. It's just just Craven. They don't care. They don't care. No, Marvel is, we knew. Yeah. A, a, a friend of mine who is a huge uh, Craven fan, Which, friend of ours. I, I hope say. that he read this issue. There's no way he didn't. Because and if he hasn't, he will. He will because like I'm like we're doing a Craven story in the middle of Axe, and I'm Fine. like sure, why not? Craven why hunting not? on Krakoa is a great idea. Well, basically, it's like he's in the North Pole. He's you know he's hunting. He, you know his dogs died of exposure. Then he burnt his sled for warmth, but still he like progresses on because you know he's the greatest hunter. Yeah. Um, he gets a, he fights a seal and he kills it and he's like I didn't come here to kill a seal. Good because that's not really hunting. He, you like, piece of shit. He literally he pulls it out of the water. It's in the water. He pulls it out. He harpoons it. Great job. Then he like he uses some of it to keep himself warm. He eats some of it raw and then he's like, but the rest of it is bait. And you see this like massive bear. Oh, cool. And he murders a polar bear. Like there he, aren't fewer he, of them. He murders a polar. <laughs> yep, like a big jerk. And I'm like, cool, thanks, Craven. What other things do I do? Oh, a unicorn. Let me kill that too. Craven's listen, Craven's Craven. Yeah. Um, he kills this polar bear and then he like opens it up because he's like, I'll wear it. I'll live him. I'll, I'll live in him. Well, he talks about it like it's like like it's have like having relations with someone. He's like, I'll wear its skin because it's the closest you can be to it. Sure, Craven. All right. And I'll and I'll wear its head like a hat so that I can look <laughs> through its jaws on the other side. He doesn't say that exactly, but that's But he is doing that. He though. will do all those things, but he does comment on all of it. And then he's like gutting it and then like he finds Deadpool's head in it. Oh. So then we don't know that we're doing this, but we're doing a let's go back. Like, how did we get let's here? Let's flash Dead- back, yeah. Deadpool has joined the X-Force team. Mm-hmm. X-Force has lost Wolverine for the time being because he's like, screw all of you. Kid Omega died. Mad and no one seems that. to care. And Kid Omega's not on the team. Mm-hmm. But Omega Red is on the team now. That seems suspect. No, they're giving him a second chance. Oh, good idea. So, like, he's joined the team. And- hey, you hear that? Fan who's watching who's not really a fan, just a friend of ours who likes these characters. Omega Red and Craven are in this book. Yeah. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Omega Red, like, you know, is annoyed by Deadpool because Deadpool can't help himself, of course. Um, everybody gets a, a like a like a assignment. Yes. 
to to go off. Um, Deadpool and Omega Red end up together. Um, Black Tom and Domino go to deal with um, the one of the gates mm-hmm. because it turns out Angel likes to fly in this very specific beautiful area uh, in mm-hmm. Utah. And uh, they caught him, and they're not going to kill him because they know the resurrection protocols. Yeah. But they will like take his wings off and like leave him alive. Okay. So like they're like they get their answers for why they can't have. So basically, what the res- like humanity has lost their mind. What Hickman has done is uh, he he set up a world in which all of the X Men will experience horrible trauma because no one will dare kill them, but they will torture them to near death. Well, I mean, so he, all the X Men will remember having been tortured and mutilated well, by humans. He didn't because he didn't decide the protocol was going to be revealed mm-hmm. you know yeah i know um anyway but, so i mean like, come on they go to save him but they they specifically sent omega red and daredevil to go like onto deadpool. this or sorry deadpool we were talking about daredevil before. daredevil's in it too <laughs> daredevil too he is there as well and uh i don't know who's another random character quasar and quasar no uh and dead it's a red i saw a red suit and we were talking about daredevil before give me a break yep they sent Omega Red and Deadpool to sp- to the ship to free these um, mutants specifically because, like, if it doesn't go right, they it's such a like a weird teaming that they could be like, we didn't send them. No, yeah, it's like they can have plausible deniability. Totally. Deadpool, of course, like doesn't actually get a chance to help out anybody because he gives Omega Red such a hard time that Omega Red like cuts his arms off and stabs him. Mm-hmm. So he's like stuck there, and that's when the polar bear comes along. Oh no! And you're like, oh, oh, that's how, he- and that's how, that's he got how there. we got the- in there. Yeah, right? I know. When you see it in there, I don't need a flashback. Well, I get it. I guess you need to know whether or not this is like an old Deadpool head. Like, where did this no! head come from? Right. Um, I don't need to know that. I know. I, I, you know, I can use like, context clues. Basically, we flash back forward to like northern Siberia, where like Craven oh. has entered a bar, and like these people are talking about um, the mutants and yes. like their ability to resurrect. So that's how we're getting tying. That's how, into, that's how we can justify of, putting a logo on. The I cover. really can't because that's not enough for me. Um, but that like, you know, they're talking about how like oh they're all powerful and they've taken over Mars and all this stuff, right? Craven literally standing there in a bear suit, basically. <laughs> With a bag full of pieces of Deadpool, right. having a drink, and um, th- someone's like, well, "No, no, continue." Person who was giving us a little reasoning as to how Craven's going to figure all this stuff out, uh-huh. um, and he talks about how like they've become the apex predator of the galaxy. <laughs> oh, no. And Craven's like, "What did you say?" What? So I'm like, "See you next week." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "All right, Craven is going to Krakoa." Okay, that's and, fun. Uh, It'll be interesting. I'm wondering if that's if he's going to arrive there as everyone's being judged. Right. Well, Craven doesn't need to be to be contributing to the judgment because <laughs> Craven, we do not need you. Well, the, the the god will be like, you're not even real. You're you're a you're you're a pile of uh, genetic trash. <laughs> you're not even real. Uh, Brian T. Baller says uh, Brawler says Tiff loving the hair. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you uh ray far uh you just maybe google nascenti daredevil and i now i want the whole run and if D- craven and beast don't have a gorilla fight then throw the book away oh i agree gosh, man yeah. the greater craven would kill him and then they could resurrect him and have him be like be really interesting if they could adjust can him. they fix this can can we can we use my backdoor of like getting this was always dark beast and when we kill him we go to resurrect Beast, and it's like, we never resurrect. Beast has been dead for years, and we finally bothered to resurrect him because we didn't, because we thought he was already alive. 
Can we do that? I think the only thing that they could is that a way we can explain? No, that? what they could do is they could like when like because you need to use Cerebro and the and the the backups, right? Is to like yeah. look at the backup and then like have something like be like, hey, we saw something else in there that, that is also Beast, and Ugh. it's like, wait, what's that thing? Minority Report. Oh, where it's like we thought it was an echo. Yeah. Like, but it was actually two files. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's like one, like Dark Beast is the one that we've been pulling. But yeah. like, the fact is real Beast is there. Yeah. But he doesn't know anything that's happened. in. he's, mi- it's just, it's classic, like Jim Lee Claremont Beast. Yeah. He has no idea what's been happening. Like, he doesn't even remember uh, Abigail Brand. No, he could, he would be resurrected. And then I guess his first line would be, oh, my stars. And oh, daughters. my God. <laughs> right. He just, he hugs uh, Chuck. Chuck's like, smiles the first time in like 25 issues being like <laughs> hank it's great to see you again pal like they suggest like someone for, who who's a who's one of the the, the lieutenants of x-force who like knows all of his like dark bullshit uh sage probably knows so sage goes to him and he's like mccoy i've got some more notes and he looks at this and he goes oh my god <laughs> get away from me yeah yeah anyway that'd be pretty awesome <laughs> Harishi Venkatesh, craven the uh <clears throat> checks my notes uh animal lover yes according to the uh Yes, according to Sony. Uh, somber Shadow 01. Uh, Craven, in a nutshell, in a bad Russian accent, I'll wear its skin and br- drink its blood and become stronger than ever. That's Yeah, that's what he does. He's man. right. No, he's not thinking he's going to become stronger than ever. He's acting like he's like, I'm going to get, I will know this animal in a way no one else has ever known. Yeah, that's them. great. No, you know, no one's asking to know that animal like that. <laughs> Irons Comics. Hey, guys, brought uh, all of uh, volume one of Sandman. Thanks to you. Yay. Nice. Oh, I hope you enjoy it. it. Uh, Owen Servant, thank you so much for your uh, generosity. Uh, fan of the channels, uh, been looking forward to your Dreadful Reigns review since it since uh, reading it last Tuesday. I loved it, but it's all kinds of disturbing. I'm not sure I know what that is, so I have to look that up. But uh, yeah, thank I feel you. Like I need to definitely look right, that exactly. Up. But I will. Very, uh, very kind. Yes, thank you very much for your support. Chat. Uh, I'm looking it up right yeah, You now. look it up. But uh, Nathan Berg, been a while, sending some dollars to celebrate recovering from COVID. Thanks for lifting my spirits. Well, welcome back, man. Hopefully you had a good it's time. It's, it's the, that's the name of the one bad day. <laughs> oh, one more. Oh, one bad day. What? That's what it's called? Good God, well, man. Well, it was at least. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we've just Damn, got... bro. He's absolutely correct. Yeah, that's the title of it. And that just says the Riddler here. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, where's the credits page? You got to find the credits That's page. The nope. Weird. All right. Oh, and Comic Tropes is a question. Do you rent a studio for yep, this show? Um, good question. Dreadful that. Rains. It I, is called I that. I actually read that and then I just completely. Yeah, I, I didn't even I look at it. I, your I, wife took that information and just put it You didn't take that information can. at all no but well, uh, I, mean, I read it isn't that part of taking it yeah n- n- yeah i guess that's true i took it and then i and then it went away yeah it um just... and uh he says mr in seattle mr two man i'm sorry we couldn't meet up uh that you know. was a disaster yeah yeah but like hopefully the whole flight. But since you're coming to new york we look forward to seeing you we should have you in the studio my friend yeah um as for the studio uh this is actually we've been renting the studio for about five years now and it uh it is just it's near our uh place of residence and it's a it it, it the rent is reasonable it's actually a little <laughs> bigger than where i live uh it's like 12 it's like it's like a it's like 1100 square feet which actually just gives you an idea which frustrates the shit out of me Listen, but hey, it's fine but it's... uh yeah man no it's a it's a rented studio like we've been renting it for a long yeah. time now almost six years yeah and uh yeah it's a very interesting situation yeah like we, we shoot we're... back issues over there yeah. we shoot where we keep the library over here although that's it i mean the rent goes up every year Oh yes, it does. Five percent so. every year. 
which is uh, not how it should go. Um, anyway, what else you read? Um, I read Strange. Of course, good. I read Strange. I think you don't even need to review it. Just tell us, is it Doctor Strange at the end of the issue? <laughs> Surprising. All right, so like the the cover is a lie. Oh, who's who? Who made this? Oh, uh, Jed McKay and Marcelo Ferreira. All right. I never can remember the artist, and I don't know why, and I feel bad. But we did find out who Harrisman is. Oh, good. Who is the Har? You're like it's it's Quasar. <laughs> <laughs> It's Craven as well. Oh, that glove. <laughs> it's Doctor Strange's glove on the cover. Yeah, well, remember before, remember when we were reading this and the Harvestman showed up and I was like, you know, I assume it's this, but that would be too lazy, so it's not going to be this. Right. It's Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers, guys. Spoilers, it's Doctor Strange. Spoilers is exactly what I said. It's, it was. it's the dead but, Doctor Strange, but, like he got killed? Yeah, he died. And then and, and then and then death recruited him <laughs> to be the and like I was like well, well I mean, it, could, it couldn't possibly be that because that's too obvious. No, but they changed not. his hair. They're like it's white now. Yeah, I saw. It was funny. You saw right. the image. I, I I was at the comic store and I literally just turned. I just looked into the last page. You're such a jerk. <laughs> I always I, told you something else, and but... I went, "That sucks." <laughs> like it's it's bad enough. Like we're getting there, and I'm like, "You're like no, I, no." I, I literally, for me, I was like, and surprising, literally no one. Right. It's Doctor Strange. At least, like, for they me. made him look old. Why? Like, he needs to be older. It's bad enough that he's already like he unrelatable. Because like, no, it takes a lot out of you. Right. Well, I think they did that so you'd be thrown off the trail. Be like, he doesn't have that color hair. <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? A voice? In my head, yeah. Doctor Strange is a very distinct voice. Yes. Hello. So like, is he doing a voice when he's talking to her? Because he has a full conversation with her in yeah. this issue. And she's like, I don't believe. I don't know. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I'm married to you and I have no idea who you are. Yeah. But like, basically death is like, you got to get rid of her. She's getting too close. And he's like, no way. Never. She still has my heart. He does say that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's <laughs> very sweet. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Good. Uh, but he's back. Listen, well, how's he back? Because death made him her no, no, sorcerer but, supreme. But he's still dead. Yeah, but she's dead. It's death. Death can do what death pleases. That's true. Death can death does as they please. That's true. Eat that's it, true. doom. Yeah. It's not just you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you're saying that death can wield the seahorn? Yeah. Toot. Toot, you back to life, bitch. <laughs> Sweet. So um, Doctor Strange is back. Yeah, and like for me, I'm like, good, whatever. Like, <laughs> good, whatever. We, we revealed the like we revealed the thing that I I knew in my heart of hearts was what it was. So now we can actually get on with the story. Yes. Those are good impressions of Doctor Morpheus. It's like literally comic tropes, that is my voice for Doctor yeah. Strange because Venture Brothers ruined that one for me. No, no, they improved it. They made Doctor <laughs> Strange cool and awesome. Behold! I have Doc. I have Taco Bell for lunch. <laughs> He's so great, Doctor Orpheus. I know what you're thinking. Strange. He looks like a dragon. <laughs> 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 but yeah. So, but is it good? Did you enjoy? I it? still enjoyed the hell out of it. No, no, no. I still don't get me wrong. I might be like poking fun, but I still enjoyed the book, and I am just honestly glad that this is out of the way. Right, like we're done. It's like Rick like, being like, "Do you want to know my stupid cryberry crybaby origin?" Meh. There. Yeah. Now I can move on. That's literally it. I'm like, cool, whatever. Now we can tell the rest of the story, and that's what I'm excited to see. Yeah. So bring it on, McKay. I can't wait for the new series, Strangers. But like, literally, upon his showing up, I was like. Right. I mean, like I said, yeah. I was literally like, but that's probably not but that good. would be the obvious thing to do. Same. I mean, but that being said, good. <laughs> you know, it'd be better if it wasn't like, you know, I was going to say like, like Kane, like Kane Parker. It's like, yeah, it's me just to keep things going. Kick the can down the road a little longer. Right. You know, it's stupid and it's weird. And it's confusing. But, you know, maybe Dr. Strange will be resurrected in a less satisfying way. Right. How about that? Like, no, 
No, it's just and that's and that's fine. But like the mask, I was like, why are we pretending? <laughs> now, if he was wearing that Spawn mask from ni- from the nineties, oh my god, no, I hate that Spawn mask. <laughs> I love that whole suit, blue. I, do. I don't it's got like the spikes it. on the arms. I don't like Gotta it. Gotta bring that back. Not a fan. Anyway, what else? I mean, like read? I guess they also didn't do the like whole. You know, like it's it's clearly hit, like it's his face, and yeah. like with the white hair, and she's like, "You're back," and he has no idea who she is. Yeah, like, I'm glad, didn't do but that. they didn't do that good. So, Keep us from like, forgetting. that's why. But like, I was like, "There's just it's, it's clearly him. It's a sorcerer supreme." Like, yeah, but now he's the sorcerer supreme of death. Of death. Woo. What the fuck does that even mean? Can he be the sor- the sorcerer supreme of finger, finger sandwiches? Can he be the sorcerer supreme well, like, of freaking hermit realm. crabs? It's a realm. It's a place. You go there when you die. So, so did you God, a- death is the death is in charge of her realm. Well, it's like a sorcerer supreme, but also kind of like you what know, is it? No. Like, a, like a like her like her emissary, her soldier. Death needs no soldier. I read uh, World's Finest number six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Listen, what do you what do you know about magic? Right, not much. <laughs> Since it's not real, that's not bad. Uh, so I read this book. It's Batman <laughs> Superman. Lisa Sal doesn't know about magic and fractions. Yes, that's we keeping a we're keeping a, a running tally. This is written by Mark Wade with art by Travis Moore. It is an it is it is a it is a a, a break in the story because uh, Supergirl lost Dick Grayson in the past, and this story is just about Dick Grayson being lost in the past. But you don't want to do that. No, it's awesome. You got to hang on to that butt. It is, it, is, it is dope AF. Is it? Yeah, it's just such a, it's a classic Mark Wade book. It's just Dick Grayson stuck in the past. Uh, literally, Supergirl just dropped him while she was going through a tunnel, and like <laughs> a, a time tunnel. Yeah, and she was like, oh no! Uh, he was dropped in like the, like I don't know, like late 1800s, early 1900s, something like that. I think it was 1900s. Anyway, uh he he finds like a traveling circus and he just joins it like he leaves he etches into a rock like come find me you guys and then leaves it someplace <laughs> and then uh and and superman just uses supervision when, when supergirl goes back to the like to the present she's like i lost robin and batman's like okay well dick's smart just use your use your supervision to look for a thing mm-hmm. and he's like well where were you last and so he goes over he looks over there and he's like oh, got it and it's just a rock it's like find me and then they just follow the tachyon trail from the point when he wrote on that rock to now and they're like okay okay and they just end up there but like that's not even the story the story what? is that like there's some jerk in the circus that a jerkus yeah that framed a bear and a lion in the circus for murder and dick Grayson's like that's horseshit so Dick's like trying to figure out who murdered these animals, and uh, so Superman and Batman are it there. It was Craven. He's crossed. Yeah, he's crossed universes to hunt the most deadly prey. <laughs> these poor tortured animals that are like in the horrible conditions, like circuses. <laughs> but uh, no, it's great. Like, but it's so cute because, like, you know, Robin obviously he's he joins the trapeze, like he's doing the acrobatics. Yeah. And there's a moment where he's doing the performance, and then Batman catches him on the other side. And the two of them like do a performance together of Batman and Robin fl- like f- doing the trapeze, and they like and they're like, hey, it's and Robin's like, listen, before we go back, I need to solve this case, and they're like, okay, so Superman takes his shirt off and he becomes a strong man, and I'm like, holy shit, this is great, <laughs> it's it's delightful, and uh, you know, it, and uh, Travis Moore does the art, it's great, it's very like similar to Dan Moore's like art and kind in, in, in okay. terms of what you'd expect, um, it's so good to just. Just pick, if, if you were like, nah, I don't know about this series, pick up this one issue and read it. If you like it, you'll love the rest of it. So pick up World's Finest number okay. six. Um, right? It's just so good. Oh, what a good idea. There's just seeing Superman in his classic Superman costume, like yeah. being the strong man. I'm like, that's, exa- that's where he came from. 
Just you. That's so smart. I think a little meltdown. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I'm going to do the next two books back to back because they kind of lead into one another sure. in a way. Um, so like, obviously some like tie-in kind of books came out to Axe this week. It's up to you if you wanted to read them or not. It just kind of gives you some clarity on like some possible threads that you might thought of like, wait, what happened to this? Wait, yeah. what about that? These books explained it. So totally up to you if you want to grab them or not. But let's start with AXE, uh, Death to the Mutants, number one. This one is written by Kieran Gillen with art by... Yu <laughs> Yu Villanova. Uh huh. You... Just read Villanova. Villanova. There you go. <laughs> Listen, this is why cons need to happen with people like some of these artists going there. Because like Bilson Kevich, then I can go up to them and ask them, like I did Mahmoud Asrar. That's right. Which is the closest I can get because he worked on it with me for a good five minutes, yeah. and I'm just very bad at pronouncing. You get it right. You, you, that's what he said. No, he was. Yeah, he was fine with my like. But he, he did do. He did keep trying, and like he got me to a good place. So that was like, like when I met Jim, Jim Mafood, and I was like, "How do you pronounce it? Is Mafood? Is it?" He goes, "It's made up. They made it up at Ellis Island. It doesn't matter. However you want to do it, it's that it, it is the pronunciation because it's a fake name." Okay. Wow. And I was like, "Shit. Okay. Sorry, man." <laughs> So like it's it's always nice to be able to learn from the creator. Exactly. So, um, I yeah. like to try to learn as well, much as possible. Bill Sinkevich like stopped spelling it correctly so that he could spell it phonetically, and just that's on all of his merchandise. Just Sinkevich. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yep. And that helps because for the first 25 years, I pronounced it Sinkowitz. 